This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined by another doctor, a lot of AMAP, a lot of just serious doctor potential here. Bring us all your health needs. Uh, oh, Jake Jacobs, the man, the myth, and look what he's got Speaking there. of a doctor, look at oh, my daughter gave me a Dr. Anthony Fauci pillow. Seriously, I came home from Arizona, and she had it on the couch in our living room, knowing I would go nuts. Is it, so, a, is it a whoopee cushion as well? I mean, does it make... <laughs> no, it doesn't make no, noise. Well, that's too no, bad. But well, the only thing better than sitting on it is making gas come out of its mouth. <laughs> so, thank you. Having done that, we have... Uh, Less lighthearted stories for you today. We have a situation where uh, a transgender boy and a very, very large one uh, was caught exposing himself to girls, younger girls, smaller girls, in a, of course, women's bathroom and shower. And then they got into a fight, and this great big trans dude who actually dresses like a dude, walks like a dude, punches like a dude, beats the girl up. Jake, talk about this story. Well, I got to tell you, this is a high school, what was it, Martin Luther King High School in Riverside, California. That doesn't narrow it down. How many of those are there? <laughs> and unf this girl was just fed up with this guy's bull roar. I mean, with all this lying crap, and he was showing his, his junk in the girl's locker room, pushing people around, and finally she just snapped and said, hey, enough of this already, and he, he let her have it. You know, we've had a lot of these situations, Jake, where men who, boys and men who pretend they're women end up in girls' bathrooms. And the funny thing is, they want to show their manhood. You would think that if they're girls, they would hide it, that they would tape it, that they would be ashamed of showing the other girls their penises. And what this demonstrates to me is they are not women and like horny 12 and 15 and 16 year old boys, they get a chance to show it to the girls they're going to do it. I mean, at least the drag queens have the decency of hiding their junk, right? Seriously, a doctor friend of mine when we were in Tucson said he had a, he had a drag queen guy come to his office because he had bladder infection. And, and, I, and I said, well, how did that happen? He goes, they, he tucks his penis into the crack of his tuchus, seriously. And they take their testicles and they shove them up themselves. I'm not making this up, I didn't know it. And they tape themselves tight so they look like they're a female. And these are dudes just dressing like women. Exactly. Meanwhile, you've got Kids who could be play offensive line for the high school men acting as if they're girls. We've got a, you can see the still here how much the size differential between the boy whose face is blocked out and the young girl. Show us the video, Mike. Two students arguing at Martin Luther King High School. It's unclear who started the fight, but the tall student is said to be trans. There's pushing and shoving, and eventually another student jumps in and fists fly. Parents and students say the tall student identifies as trans, and that gave the student access to the locker room and bathrooms designated for females. Yeah, she is homeschooled. This parent didn't want to be identified, but says she's pulled her daughter out of school for her safety. The fights that are unacceptable, the things that she does encounter, other students have encountered, um, walking in the bathrooms, PE, um, just the acceptance is fine. Fine, she says, but claims the school is doing too much to accommodate a couple of trans students. She's complained but got no satisfaction. Everything was on the hush-hush. 
Oh, they didn't want to talk to you. They didn't want to talk to us about it. Students say fights are an every week occurrence, but the last two fights involved this one trans student, adding fuel to the fire, rumors of the trans student's behavior. And he's also in the girls' locker room using girls' restrooms. He spit on my friends that are girls, females, and uh, he, he shows his genitals in the, the locker room. Oh, so three things I got to say. It was a horrible thing to watch, but three things. One, the reporter called the, the, the attacker the taller student. Couldn't use the word male, right? This is when the, when the media itself has taken sides like this. Number two, God bless the mother for pulling her kid out of public school. But anonymous, really? You just pulled your kid out. Is, this, is the LGBTQ mafia so ubiquitous that you can't even let people know that you, you are upset about this? It's, it's odd to me. And then finally, in the, the two boys that were standing there, um, it was very interesting to me that the, the way they were describing this, the, the way the reporter called it rumors. Not reports, not uh, accounts, rumors. These two white boys, right? were engaging in rumoring why this. You can see how the whole system is slanted here. And of course, if you didn't get a chance to see it very carefully in that video, uh, the African-American kid who was identifying as a woman is big, big for his age. Uh, and, and there's nothing about him. There's oh. not his dress, his clothes, none of that stuff reflects anything that's female. So I didn't know he was African-American. All right. Uh, so really what that means when it comes to intersectionality, this guy has all kinds of points when it comes into, to identity politics. So therefore, it's going to make it much more difficult to actually challenge what's going on. Is that correct? Yeah. Another problem. Yet a bunch of people standing around, including a bunch of boys, actual boy boys standing around. Why did not those boys intervene, tackle this kid? when he was beating up a, an actual girl. You know, it's a micro example of the macro cultural worldview war that's happening in this country. People are afraid to act out. People are afraid to stand up and, and uh, speak out against these lies. They really are. So these kids are afraid. They're intimidated. Leaders in Hollywood, leaders in corporations, leaders in the White House and Congress are afraid to actually stand up and speak out against this insanity. Well, this is California as well. and We want to make that clear. So uh, I guarantee you. <clears throat> that um, the, the reporter who, you, who misgendered that kid would have been fired if they had actually suggested that there was truth to the story and, and didn't use the word rumor. They probably would have gotten in fire, gotten in trouble. Uh, the whole thing is just, as the mother said, all this, all this for a handful, maybe even just one student, it is absolutely the worst kind of uh, the, the inversion of reality and common sense and logic, uh, we, uh, the, the, all, all these decades of feminism uh, washed away uh, because feminists themselves and feminist academics and feminist uh, uh, school administrators side with the boy. Now, did the mother, correct me if I'm wrong, did she call he, she? Was she calling this transgender a she? Do you recall? I, I don't. And yeah. the re reason I even bring that up is she's probably afraid. Yeah. I, I, in she, fact, actually, I bet you she used the she, but uh, we, we, uh, we don't know. I, I'm not going to uh, play the video again, right. but it's a, great, it's a great point. And we also have the, of course, letter from the school. Ready for Jake? Wait, before you wait. <laughs> yeah. Don't look. Don't look. Okay, I won't. Right. How much 
BS. How much? Cover your butt. Uh, do we about? Because neither you or I, for those out there, I'm looking at this particular thing for the first time. Okay, uh, reveal. Let's see. Here we go. A statement from RUSD regarding a video de depicting an altercation. It's depicting one? It's an altercation at MLK High School. Here's go, here we go. A video depicting, because you know, the implication, Jake, is it's not that an, maybe it didn't happen. It's not an art piece. This well, is live footage. But it may not have happened. <laughs> it's just because the camera caught it doesn't mean that what happened, you know. So an, a video, and uh, two sentences, two words, and I can't stop. A video depicting an altercation involving students at MLK has been widely circulated, as if that's a bad thing on social media this week. The matter has had the full attention of Riverside Unified School District administration and is being addressed expeditiously. When has that ever happened, by the way? Such, uh, since the incident occurred, district staff has been working to ensure the safety and rights of all students are considered and promptly responded to. We are able to verify that the student involved will no longer be attending King High School. We encourage those who have taken interest in the story to respect the confidential nature of our specific discussions with those involved and the efforts we will continue to make to ensure we provide an appropriate learning environment for each student. Tell me what I'm gonna say about that last phrase. I'm gonna repeat it to you. We provide an appropriate learning environment for each student. What's my comment gonna be, Jake? <laughs> I can't repeat it on live air. <laughs> Good, <laughs> then you know. And, and I'll, let me re rephrase it for you without the cussing. What do you actually do to, provoke, to, to promote learning? When in any of these stories do we ever hear the school talking about education? What are you learning? What exactly is the lessons you're teaching here? Uh, confidentiality, we, we're not going to explain what we're gonna do. We certainly aren't gonna take a stand about this kind of actual boy, not even pretending to be female, in the bathrooms. What is, what is the lesson learned here other than misplaced tolerance and tyrannizing girls to uh, satisfy the purient whims of confused boys. Now I think it's interesting because I think the letter mentioned protecting the the rights or of the, all students, which is you know that's a lie no, because what about the girls? What that's about right. what about the the white males that might stand up and speak out against this? That's an outright lie. They could care less. So I guess the bigger problem we've got, and let's talk for this about a moment. Talk about this for a moment is so. The trans mafia, I think that's a good way of phrasing it. Perfect. Uh, it's, Perfect. It's also appropriate for the LGBTQ mafia. And I use that word uh, for, for comic effect, certainly, but it's more serious than this. We're told constantly that the LGBTQ is persecuted, that they are minorities who are viciously attacked routinely. They're dying young. They're being, they're being targeted. And then the T part of the LGBTQ, that they're even more susceptible, far fewer, almost insignificantly numbers, uh, but much more persecuted, much more targeted by conservatives, Christians, uh, everybody. Yet, we call the, I use the word mafia as other people have done before me because for so-called victims, they victimize. For so-called uh, victims of bullying, they are bullies. The entire LGBTQ is 
being highly funded. It's being uh, uh, catered to in every level of education in the, in the federal government, in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force. There's not a, an area of this country where they have not dominated and then immediately started to persecute anybody disagrees with their ideology. Yep, yep. They're fascistic. There's no doubt about it. Their the, actions are fascistic. This is the Soviet aspect of this, Jake, that yep. they claim victim status while victimizing and canceling anybody who crosses their path. This it's is the perversion inversion of reality of truth in America right now. We are at war with these. These are radicals. You and I both know these are radicals who will say we will by any means, many means and any means necessary, shove our ideological worldview down your throats. And if you don't like it, we will fight you for it. And having, we brought, having brought this up about the mafia aspect of what they do, so having just heard that, let us hear from one of those girls, Jake. One of those girls, not the one that was beaten, yeah. but another girl who has problems with this kind of behavior. Boys in her locker room. A, a woman that is ignored, young woman is ignored, that is, her, her concerns are completely not taken care of by that statement from that school district. Let's hear what she has to say about the situation. Sounds good. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and only ladies and gentlemen it is and shall always be. I am an 18-year-old high school student and wanted to take this time to bring to your attention the current issue with biological men claiming they are women and in turn truly believing that they are entitled to use women's spaces. There was an incident within our district that occurred recently regarding a transgender woman who really is a bio biological man having an altercation with a young woman at MLK High School. It was infuriating when I had seen the video on social media, but what was detrimental to this is the fact that this man is and has been using the women's restroom and locker room. Firstly, the question we must address is why are we affirming the mental confusion of this boy and putting the safety of women in jeopardy by allowing mentally confused men to use the women's spaces? Of course, any male who claims he is a woman will accept it. But what about the women? What about the true girls like myself who are female down to our DNA? Why don't we ever get a say in whether or not we are comfortable with this? The truth is we aren't. The majority of us aren't, and yet nothing has been done to protect the safety of these women. I will conclude with this. It all starts with you. You are in charge of the safety of us women and, our, and, the, parent, and the kids of our parents. So please do something about it. Thank you. Wow. I'd vote for oh. her right now. I don't care what she's running for. I'll vote for her. Well, she's, the, she was amazing. She was spot on. She stood up to the darkness of what's happening, the lies. That, I mean, this, she's a hero of mine. This, and by the way, am I inappropriate to say I observed, I profiled that she looked like she might be an American who's black? You know, you're an, uh, define black, you racist, you racist <laughs> bastard. Yeah, yeah, she's clearly a minority and, and she's a woman. And so think about the degree to which the progressive left idolizes and protects and rallies around the female and the minority, particularly if she's an African-American. And she's standing up there demanding her rights to the progressive left that say they exclusively look after the rights of, the, of women and African-Americans. And all of this is flushed down the toilet because the progressives, and that school board is full of them in California, bows down to the, at the altar of this creepy, weird, 
fake transgender stuff that, that this, that we're, that's being reified again and again and again. I repeat, this is, this is not, I'm, I don't believe for one second, based on what's been reported, that this kid is gender dysphoric. He's not confused. He's a yep. big kid dressing like a big kid, a yep. male kid, who realizes that he can go into the world, the girls' bathrooms, watch them in the toilet. He can perhaps, get away with it. Perhaps he, watch he, them in the shower. He, and he can expose himself. He can get away with them. He can expose himself, Jake. And his trans identification, whatever that means, protects him, protects him in ways that it wouldn't protect any other boy who walked into that this room and did it. This is perversion and degeneracy right before our faces and in front of our kids. What do you think would have happened, Jake? And this is where we're going to end this segment. I'm going to give you the last word. What do you would think, think would have happened if a young 18-year-old graduating senior about to graduate, straight, white, cisgendered, walked into that bathroom, dropped his pants in front of those girls. He's been, he's been spending 20 years in prison. Unbelievable. Still to come, Joe Biden's press, talking about lies, Jake, still to come, Joe Biden's press secretary openly lies and gaslights the American people after claiming illegal immigration has dropped 90% under the Biden administration. You hear my voice cracking to stop from laughing? We're going to talk about that right now. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. This is The Dr. Duke Show. So Joe Biden's spokes liar, Corinne Jean, Jean-Pierre, uh, Jean-Pierre, Jean right, Jean Garçon. She has two masculine <laughs> names. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Maybe, oui, she's, oui, oui. maybe she's transgender, huh? oh, not just a lesbian. Okay, Clouseau. Okay. Corinne Jean-Pierre erupts when pressed over claims that Biden has lowered illegal immigration by 90%. Let me repeat that. According to the Biden administration, since Joe took office, illegal immigration is down 90%. The only way you could make that claim is if you're actually arguing we didn't consider that illegal immigration is actually illegal. And so therefore, we have 10 times as many immigrants, but we just don't call them illegal. I can't think of any other way to make that math work, but let's start with the video. You said yesterday that when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more than 90%. Where did that number come from? It because was, I CBP was speaking, is telling us the number is- I hear you, I'm about to answer. I'm about, people more I'm about to answer you. Year so if, far. you, if, you if the dramatics could come down just a little bit. I, uh, if the dramatics could come down a little what's bit. What's dramatic about asking a question about- Okay, I'm, I'm gonna answer. So I was speaking to the parolee program. As you know, the president put in place a parolee program to deal with, uh, to deal with certain countries uh, on, on ways that we can limit illegal migration. And we have seen, the data has shown us that it has gone down by more than 90%. That was what I was speaking and to. And off to the next question, the next lie. You know, these people are absolutely shameless. But you know what, as things stand right now, 
Four more years is probably in his future. God, don't tell me that. But Duke, you, uh, Duke, you know, I was just at the border. I know. I saw the cartel. I saw the activity of the cartel, the human sex trafficking, the fentanyl explosion, record, record confiscation of fentanyl in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Buffalo, New York. We've seen the activity of the evil cartel folk. We've seen the policy of Joe Biden the moment he came into office, January 20th, 2021, his policy was stop the wall. It was beyond just stopping the wall. It was stopping the, the technological support of the Border Patrol, the technology needed to stop the cartel, to stop the illegal immigration. When the president of Mexico, or Obrador, or whatever his name is, when he breaks and says that millions of, of aliens or millions of immigrants, he wouldn't use the term, have come to America, and he tells them to vote for the Democratic Party. That's telling you something, dude, uh, Duke. And I purposely have gone to the border two years in a row because I am so tired of the lies and the deception. That picture that you see right there, that's me with a carpet shoe. That's in Mexico. The cartel bent the, the pole there. That's the, what they call the Biden hole, the Biden gap, where literally it's a surge a floodgate of millions, almost seven. We're heading towards seven million at this rate. And once Title 42 goes away, it's going to be an explosion of immigration coming into the border. I mean, Biden just the other day says we're going to send 1,500 uh, troops down to the border to solve the problem. It's too little and too late. And I guarantee you what those troops are going to be used for. Not to stop the surge. It's going to be doing paperwork to get them into the country. It's not even going to be paperwork. They're going to be lining the ways, making sure everybody gets bottled water, yep. helping people to, to the front of the line. If you identify as queer or trans, you get flown to Washington, D.C., put up in a hotel. Yes. That's what's going to happen. I know when you saw the video that, that began this segment, uh, it was hard to hear what Ducey was saying because her wokeness was talking over him. You wouldn't let him finish the question. So let me read it to you just so you understand. Here's what Ducey said. You said yesterday that when it comes to illegal, illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more than 90%, Ducey said, following up on her prior remarks. Where did that number come from? Jean-Pierre proceeded to interrupt Ducey as he attempted to finish his question. Ducey said, quote, this is the part that was hard to hear, that federal immigration officials have indicated that there have been 136,000 people more already this fiscal year than last year. So that's just through, what, the first four and a half months, right? So this is what she got angry about. This is what she did the proverbial, proverbial talk, to the, the plant, uh, talk to the hand. And her arrogance for daring to, to quote your own government numbers, you're being dramatic. How about that, Jake? Yeah, well, I mean, come on, this doesn't surprise us. This administration is one of the most corrupt, deceitful administrations in American history, and she's their major inarticulate spokesperson. She's dumber than a box of rocks. She's up there with Kamala Harris. You know, it's interesting, uh, one of the Socialist Squad members, Ilhan Omar, she says, you know, we're victimizing these innocent immigrants. You know, everybody has a right to, to seek asylum in the United States of America. Are you kidding me? Where is it saying a Constitution? everybody has a right to come here and, and, and violate our federal laws. This is a lawless administration and something has to be done. Otherwise, we are doomed. Yeah, everybody has a right. I wonder what would happen if, oh, I don't know, uh, one million Englishmen 
decided they wanted refugees. Did you think she oh. would think the same? If we started flooding Anglos, her, if we started flooding her district in New York with white cisgendered males, refugees all. How do you think she'd respond to that? Especially if we allowed enough in who could vote her out of office. And then we told those people, like Biden's doing, or the president of, uh, the prime minister of England said, hey, go to this district, they're gonna take you as refugees, and the minute you get there, vote Republican to get rid of, rid of people to, like AOC. She'd have a conniption, an absolute conniption, yep. Jake. Yeah, once again, Dr. Duke, you're the best. And on that happy and accurate note, that's going to wrap up this show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support us, do so. Simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us here at The Dr. Duke Show and for P. Jake Jacobs, thank you. We'll see you next time.